Welcome back to Puzzling, a true crime podcast. I'm Sarah. And I'm Tiffany. And, and we're, we're your hosts. hosts. Hey. Sarah, like, raised her eyebrows at me after. She was so yeah, proud. I am. I think, what is that, three in a row now? Uh, yeah, something like that. I know last week. Beautiful. In the last two weeks, for sure. Beautiful. Beautiful. Sarah. I know. How was your week? Mm, it was good. Um, We went snowboarding on Saturday. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, and I, at least to me, see a drastic improvement in my skill. Yeah. It's not much, but... But it's getting... It's, it's getting there. Baby steps. Like, I'm not good, but I'm way better than I was. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. I get it. I made it down from the top of Maggie's to the bottom without falling. Or, nice. like, not to the bottom, but, like, that last bend. Oh, you didn't make it falling. to the bottom without falling? Not to the bottom. Oh, bummer. Oh, I, was, I was so annoying when I fell. I was like, God I remember damn it. <laughs> Wait, do you remember um, when you met up with me at the umbrella bar and right as you saw me, you just... <laughs> yeah. I see. Okay. What And happens? you were going like a solid two miles an hour. <laughs> <laughs> you just were like, ah, oh, Tiffany, down. <laughs> what happens is, is I stopped concentrating because when I fell, when I didn't fall at all from the top to the bottom, then Aria tried to take a video of me. And so I was focusing more on, like, the video than I was on snowboarding. <laughs> and, like, anytime I lose focus, I fall. Like, I have to focus. Because I get too, like, not confident, but, like, I just am like, oh, I can do it, whatever. And then I, like, catch an edge or something because I'm not paying attention yeah. to, like, what my feet are doing. So... I just have to pay attention the whole time. But my goal is next time I go out, I am going down Maggie's without falling. Good. That's my goal. That's a good goal. That's my goal. Also, I got new snowboard boots um, that are so fucking comfortable. And I'm just so excited to see, like, the difference. Yeah. Yeah, that would be nice. Because that was what was killing me um, when we went out was, like, my toes and my ankles were killer. I don't want to talk about it. (laughs) Yeah, I don't. (laughs) Ski boots. Ski boots are rough, you guys. <laughs> so, yeah, I uh, we'll see how it goes, but it was good. Other than that, um, Avery had a doctor's appointment today, in which she got four shots, and she was not a happy camper. So, poor little lady. She's a cute camper, though. Yeah, she is. But oh she's, my god, she's like weirdly super cute when she cries too, and I it know. drives me nuts. I know, cause like part of me kind of wants to hit her. But then the other part yeah. of me is like, but you're so cute, even I when know. you're screaming. She does have a cute little I don't crying get it. face. <laughs> she does not have a Kardashian crying face, I'll tell you that. No, she's cute. <laughs> she's cute. <laughs> um, she, last night, I went. I looked at the cameras when I after I put her to bed. Oh, yeah. Because we just put her in bed, and if she wants to play for a little bit, she can play. If, if she wants to just go straight to sleep, she can. Like, she kind of does her own thing. Um... So I looked to see, like, what time she actually had fallen asleep, and I saw that she was, like, under blankets, and I said to Jason, I was like, oh, did you put her blanket on her? Like, she must have fallen asleep really fast, and he was like, no, I didn't put her blanket on her. And so then I start scrolling back through, like, the recorded videos, and she was, like, playing, and then she put her head down on her little elephant pillow and grabbed her blanket and, like, pulled it up to her neck. And then went to sleep. And She's I was like, so cute. You should have sent me the video, not the I know, I know, picture. I know. I know. I should. I'll show it to you. Yes, please. Um, and in that did moment, did I get her the elephant pillow? Yes. I th- yeah. You did. Yeah. It's her. It's the only oh, pillow she'll sleep with. I love her. I know. It's because she knows Auntie Tiff does. Yeah. Her, in that obviously. moment, in that moment, I was like, I have a kid. I don't have a baby anymore. 
That's a full kid. You I've have never a seen her. child. She's never done that before. And she doesn't crawl anymore? Nope. She just walks. Only walking. Everywhere. Only walking. Like, squats down to pick things up. Oh. Doesn't fall. The like, way she drinks water, too, is I'll put my hydro flask on the ground, I'll, like, open the straw, and she'll just squat it's, to drink really it. Because she's not, like, strong enough to lift it up. <laughs> it's really cute. Oh, she's the cutest. I love her so much. I like, can't even believe I have an actual good. And she's not a baby Tucker's anymore. Tucker's growing like a weed, too. Mm-hmm. Tucker's huge. We'll have to post an updated picture of Tucker. Yeah. He's a big boy. Nova's 50 pounds, 52, because she's chonky. She is a chonky girl. Um, but he's, like, in a lot of pictures, looks, and it's probably just the angle, but, like, he looks it, Nova size. Yeah. I know that wild. one you sent me of them cuddling. I was like, why is he Nova size? Well, I took another one the other day, and someone was like, oh, my God, he's huge. I'm like, he yeah. has, like, solidly doubled in size since you oh, met him, though. easily. He's huge. Alex is really upset that we didn't get his brother. Yeah. Mm. It was this picture. Doesn't he? But it's, oh. I know it's just the yeah, angle, yeah, yeah. but he looks as big as Nova. Yeah. Oh, he's such a cutie pie. We I love know. him. He's a good boy. He's he, the best. Uh, Jason is like, yeah, I like him. Yeah, whatever. You know? <laughs> Jason, that's just how he is. He goes, if he, you know, ran away, I'd be sad. I was like, okay. <laughs> All right. So he's, like, trying to just convince me that he, like, is not in love with this dog, which he totally is. Um, Who isn't? I know. So last night, we're trying to crate train, so I'm like, okay, we'll put him in the crate when we go to bed. Um, And, like, you're in charge of that since you're going to bed after me. And I wake up, in the, like, when Jason comes to bed, to Tucker's little name tag collar thing in my ear. And I was like, what are you doing? And he was like, he, he gave me a sad look, and I couldn't do it, like... You have to be the one. And I'm like, dude, you didn't even cry. Like, he just looked at you. You're... That's how he's going to be with Avery, too. Oh, yeah. Avery's just going to look at him, and he's going to be like, okay, fine. Oh, yeah. He's going to be... It's going to be good parent, bad parent, and you're going to be the bad parent. And I I already know. I literally mentioned this to Alex last night. I was like, I don't... He's laughing already. (laughs) I was like, I don't even know if I want to have kids with you because, like, our kids are going to hate me because you're going to be the cool dad and I'm going to be the bitch mom. Absolutely. It's already that way. Yep. Yeah, it's going to be the same way for me. I get it. If I tell her not to touch something, run straight to dad. (laughs) Straight to him. Or she just stares at you and touches it anyway. Yeah. Well, okay. So here's the thing she's been doing now. If I say don't touch and I shake my head, she'll take her hand away and she'll go, "Uh uh-uh. And she'll shake her head, and I'll go, good job, and then she'll walk away. What? It's revolutionary. She's learning. I know. I think she's it's evolving. because she shakes her head, and I say, yeah, good job. And she's like, cool, I did a good job. And she'll walk away. <laughs> she's, like, proud. of. She likes the praise, you know? Yeah. She's like, oh, cool. Yeah. It, that was a good job. Yay. Yeah, I'm like, yay, good job. And she'll walk away and clap a little bit and, like, da-da-da, and, like, Aww. find something else. <laughs> and she's giving hugs now, oh, which my is my God. favorite thing ever. I know. It's amazing. Aww. That's so cute. I love her. I know. She's the best. How was your week? It was uneventful. Um, yeah, I didn't really do anything at all, but... Sorry, I'm just trying to think. Well, we had Monday <laughs> off. Yeah, had Monday off. It was your anniversary. Yeah, or... Duh. <laughs> and, like, we didn't do anything at all. The look, the look <laughs> that Alex just gave her. <laughs> Our anniversary, three years strong, it was on Friday. <laughs> Very loving three years. So much that she could never forget it. <laughs> oh, I'm the worst. Oh, 
Um, yeah, our three-year anniversary was on Friday, and Alex didn't even get home until, like, 10 o'clock at night, because he was in Denver for three days. Um, so, we didn't really celebrate until Saturday. We went, we skied, met up with Sarah, who was snowboarding, and, um, and then I came home, took a little nap, got ready. We went to Chart House, which is, like, a pretty high-end restaurant up here in Tahoe, and that was good. Celebrated our anniversary that day. And then... Ooh! I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. And then Sunday, we went skiing again. And I am also very proud of myself. Yeah. Because I beat my top speed. And it was scary, to say the least. Well, I'd never seen you on skis. and Right. And you still have... I mean, like, you saw me on skis. But I was keeping pace with you. Yeah, but, like, you're way better on skis than I thought you were. It really, the first day and a half, I was, like, shitting myself. Like, I was not, it was not fun. It was scary. I was terrified. So what do you like more, then? Skis or snowboards? Well, I feel like I've picked up skiing so much more. Mm-hmm. Um, frankly, I still find it a little bit more scary than a snowboard, to be honest. <laughs> why? And I don't know why. Because I'm, I'm definitely, like, better skill-wise on skis at this point. Mm-hmm. Um. But it's also been so long. Like, I've only been on a snowboard once in the last couple of years. So, it's like, I don't know. Maybe if I got on a snowboard more, I would all, like, be equally as comfortable on a snowboard. Yeah. Well, you'll just have to snowboard with me and ski with Alex. Yeah. And then you can switch off and do both. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. Um, I know I should have snowboarded on Saturday, but yeah. I didn't. But then, yeah, yeah, Sunday, my top speed originally was 29.4 miles an hour, and I hit 32.6 my top speed was 14.5. Yay! Which is so much faster than I've ever gone before. Yeah. I, I, felt, like I, I, I felt like I was flying. No, when I went 29, I was literally shitting myself. Yeah. I was petrified. I couldn't slow down. I couldn't stop. Like, I was freaking out. I didn't know what to do. And then now I'm like, well, I have to beat 29.4. <laughs> and I did it. I made it to 32.6. And I wasn't shitting myself. Like, I know. I'm getting okay, more so comfortable with speed. My two goals next time are getting faster than 14.5 and going down Maggie's without falling. Yeah. And then eventually I want to take that little, not Steins, but at the very, very end where you can, like, see the umbrella bar, the little, like, cut for, that, like, cuts around a couple trees. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. Want, I, I still haven't that. done that. And I, I, sh- that. I could do it on skis, no problem. Well, there's a little jump at the end it. of it. That's why I haven't. <laughs> well, I did it. I did the little baby jump on the video you recorded yeah. with me. Yeah, I and did. And I... I'm not kidding. I thought I was going at least 25 miles an hour. Not a chance. Okay, but listen. I was going maybe eight. <laughs> both you and Aria's videos were uh, 16 seconds long. So you guys were going the same speed. And I was looking at her and I'm like, okay, she's going fast. And I think it's I, because I was also moving the camera. It makes it look slower. Um, I, that's what I'm banking on because... Yeah, I think if I'd stood at the bottom and didn't move, it would look faster because I was I also, moving. like, I, I didn't do anything to try to slow myself down. Right. So I'm like, I can't even go faster than what I was doing in that video. So I don't understand. Well, how. you could push with your poles. I, yeah, I don't think I did. But then he Alex, didn't. he could go fast. Like if my skis were waxed, well, I you could, could go pump, faster. You pump at the bottom of the jump, don't you? Like before you go up, but you do a little pump with your legs. <laughs> I don't. Well, but that like that's how you go faster. I don't know. That's what Jason does. I don't know. Ask skiers, babe. <laughs> does He's that work on skis too? Like pumping it on a jump? Oh, yeah. 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 Well, I got about a solid mm, inch or two of air, and I panicked when I when I landed out. Did, did you yeah. hear me in the video? I'm like, yeah. oh! 
Yeah. <laughs> I was freaking out. You looked a little unsteady when you landed. You yeah. like, oh, shit. Yeah, I didn't. Last time we went, I accidentally went off, like, a little jump that was, like, on the side. You know where people, like, carve into the mountain? Mm-hmm. It's not the run. And I couldn't stop myself. <laughs> and so I just, like, hit a little jump, landed, ate shit. I was like, fuck me, that hurt. <laughs> was not, I'm, not, I'm not there yet. Oh, man. <laughs> That's all right. We'll get there. We'll get there. We'll get there eventually. That's okay. I mean, yeah, I've gotten really good on... I've only been, what, six times this year? And I've on only skis? been three. No. F- five times on skis? I can't remember. I've been three times this year. And... Total. I mean, even Alex, listen, I know it sounds like he would be nice to me because he's my fiance. Jason's not that's nice. Not the, that's, <laughs> that's not the case. Jason's he's, not nice. He's, like, genuinely proud of how well I've done. Oh, I so thought that's you how, meant, like, teaching him. Well, teaching. he was he was very nice teaching me, too, but he <laughs> also, <Jason>. like, <laughs> I didn't think Alex would be either, but he was, and he still is, and he, every every day he's like, I'm really impressed with how, be- how much better you've gotten, and he's like, you've only got a few times, I'm like... You're just kick, killing it. I'm like, aw. Yeah, you. I showed Jason the video of me, like, going the fastest I've ever gone and, like, actually doing it, like, looking good. And he goes, cool, but next video I see, I want to see you do your toe turn. And I said, okay. No, it's hard. Well, thank you for the, uh... He's trying to push you. confidence here. <laughs> yeah, no, the first time... It's hard. The first time I went with him, he tried to... I was like, okay, you can teach me, right? And he was like, yeah. <laughs> and, like literally not even halfway down the run he was like i taught an eight-year-old <laughs> who learned quicker than you did and yeah, you eight-year-olds are malleable yeah he was like she was she was going on blacks by the time i was done with that day like she was fucking learning and you weren't you're not <laughs> listening to me you know to be fair i was he was like bend your knees i was like i am bending my knees and then he took a video and my knees were fucking <laughs> as straight as possible <laughs> i was like shit yeah, I thought for sure Alex was going like, to... I thought we were going to be yelling at each other by, by the end of the first day, and we didn't. <laughs> Jason so. and I were yelling at each other by halfway down the first run. <laughs> we literally did one run that day and went home. Oh, man. He's at like, Kirkwood. I'm over this. At Kirkwood. <laughs> we had to leave Kirkwood for one run. One run. One run. It's like a 40-minute drive. Yeah, but it also was... Uh, I should not have been snowboarding. I was not cleared by my doctor yet uh, <laughs> after my diddly screwed up after my knee surgery yeah maybe your knee would have hurt so fast if you waited until you were cleared sarah true my knee does fucking hurt so bad on a snowboard if you didn't have bad knees i'd make you good on skis yeah no that's the reason i won't get on skis because i know i would blow my knees out mm-hmm. i've yeah, got real bad knees once you get like because my first day going my knees were hilly me all day yeah because i just didn't know what i was doing but then when i went with alex and he was like properly teaching me and i got more comfortable right. my knees don't hurt at all anymore but that learning curve yeah you'd totally yeah. screw up your knee well aria was saying that on snowboarding at least like the faster you go the less it hurts your knees and i was like what well alex and then i did the faster you go the easier it is to do anything at all that's what jason says too he's like the more speed you have the easier it is to do a toe turn because you like have the momentum already yeah, and i'm but like it's well terrifying it is i know uh but when i was going fast i was like oh shit my knee actually feels fine and then i would slow down and then like that's when my knee would start hurting and i was like fuck do i just have maybe to bomb every you, hill ever <laughs> maybe it's when you snowplow or do my heel side yeah yeah yeah, yeah. snowplow same thing right I don't know if that... I don't know. Does the terminology apply on snowboarding? I don't think so. <laughs> That's what I've always called it. All right. No, I don't think Alex so. Alex said no. He's the ex- expert here, so... Yeah. <laughs> um, Whatever. Yeah. 
Anyway, so we're getting better. Anyway. And we're proud of ourselves. Yeah, we're at 16 minutes, so maybe we should get into this now. Mm -hmm. Should we do that? Yeah, but I just want to real quickly call out Esteban. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) For freaking commenting, one, using my Facebook post as a messaging app. (laughs) It's Esteban. There are 16 comments on that. I wish everyone could just know Esteban. Yeah, I know. (laughs) (laughs) To really understand. Also, too, I'm mad at him for only speaking Spanish on my post. Yeah, and then you do the translation. translate translate is not it. No, not at all. Not. I was like, at one point, he was like, something about, like, what I'm saying is, and I was like, Esteban, I don't know what you're saying. (laughs) And he was like, translate doesn't work? I'm like, no. No, it doesn't. We've tried. (laughs) Trust me. So, shout out to you, Esteban, for being the worst. The absolute worst. (laughs) He goes, I'll teach, I'll teach you Spanish for 50 an hour. I'm like, (laughs) no. No. I was like, as much as I'd love to learn Spanish, like, I actually would. I think it's useful. Yeah. Oh, it's very useful, yeah. Like, that, I just I wish like, I knew. I don't know. People could think I'm being sarcastic. I actually do really want to learn Spanish. $50 an hour is so expensive. And I just, my brain can't compute. No. Like, it just Mm-mm. can't. No. I took two years of French, and I know how to say where are the toilets, and how much does that cost? <laughs> I took two years also, of Spanish. I know how to say I speak French, but I don't speak French well. Oh, all right. That's more than I can say in Spanish. So, yeah. no, je I took parle two français, years. Mais je ne parle français bien. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I don't remember if I've ever said this on the podcast, but um, I took two years of Spanish, and at the end of my second year, my teacher said, "Tiffany, you're not planning on taking Spanish three, are you?" And mm-hmm. I said, "No, I'm not." And he said, "That's probably a good thing." Uh, so <laughs> that's how my Spanish career went. Well, if you'd like to know how my math career went. Oh, my math career was a breeze. Yeah, I know. Lucky you. Um, Except I, geometry. Mm-mm. I went into senior, senior year? I think Misty senior wants year. to talk. I didn't need any more math classes, but I was like, I'll take a math class and get ahead, you know? Okay. So I took... I, I don't I, know any person who doesn't love math that would do that, but okay. Okay. Well, I don't know. I got signed up for a math class <laughs> um, and it was stats. And the teacher... I've never even taken a stats class. <laughs> yeah, so it was uh, stats, and I walk in, and the teacher was like, oh, Sarah Pierce? I was like, yeah. She was like, oh, do you have, like, this guy for Algebra 2? And I was like, yep, last year. And she was like, well, you don't need this class, right? And I was like, no. And she was like, you should drop it. <laughs> I was just like, okay. <laughs> I never I even guess took Algebra. I, was, I spread the word that around school that I was fucking terrible enough. <laughs> I barely skated by. I There were sophomores in my junior year math class that I was cheating off of. Oh, yeah. Sophomores. No, me in geometry. Like, I I was always a grade ahead in math. So when I started freshman year, we were supposed to be in Algebra 1, but I took geometry, which yeah. was a sophomore class. And there was one point in the semester that I had a 13%. Geometry, not my thing. Any other math? I did pretty good I at geometry, do. actually. That was the That's only one I did good at. Same with my mom. I've noticed there's a pattern. If you're good at math, typically, you geometry don't... Sucks? Geometry sucks. But if you mm. are suck at math, typically, geometry is like your one good math class. Yeah, it tracks, because I was good at geometry. And no, I hated it. geometry. I took, hated it. I took two math classes my freshman year. Um, so technically, I didn't need to do anything after geometry, but I figured I should at least do algebra, too. I did trigonometry my sophomore year. Disgusting. I got a D. Wait, maybe Trig was what I walked into where she was like, get the fuck out. I don't know. I didn't even take the class, so it could be. 
What's the next thing after Algebra 2? Well, it trig? depends on your school. Because yeah. I never even took Algebra 2. I went from Geometry into Trigonometry. Oh, what the fuck? Yeah. I don't know. I skipped Algebra altogether. Mm. I took two math Algebra classes my freshman year. And then I took Algebra... Or I took Geometry sophomore, Algebra 2 junior. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Schools are weird. I don't know. I don't have to take any math for my major, though, so I'm happy. That's very surprising. <laughs> What? Yeah, finance. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Yeah, I don't need any math classes for my finance. Well, I looked degree. into accounting from UNR, and um, I have an associate's degree. So I have, hypothetically, I have half of my degree done. Yeah. But I looked into it, and I only have 10 out of the 20 undergraduate yeah, classes so needed. Oh. That means I need 30 more classes. Oh. Yeah. Yucky. Yeah, I just... You could do them at LTCC. You can do some. But they're a lot cheaper. And just hope that they transfer. Well, you talk to a counselor. Right. Because my one accounting class didn't transfer. I'm so mad. Yeah, I'm in, I'm in two accounting classes this quarter. <laughs> I got an A in it. I did Maybe you can help me with my accounting classes then. Uh, it was bookkeeping. And oh. it was tough. Mm. I spent... I did it in a summer semester. And I spent probably four hours a day doing homework. Gross. Oh, it was rough. It was so rough. Every day. really gross, yeah. Yeah. Okay, anyway, we got kind of a long case. Um, so, sorry about our, our banter. We're only at 21 and a half minutes. Oh, well. It's fine. Okay, we're going to get into it. Have you heard of Robert Mormon? Um, the, no. Mormon Church was no, not no, no. him. Mm. Has nothing to do with Mormons. Okay. <laughs> Then no. Okay. So, Robert Mormon, he was born as Robert Conger in Tucson, Arizona on June 4th, 1948. His Can mother... I just say something about the Mormon church? <laughs> sure. <laughs> so, my cousin uh, is five years older than me, so, like, all of her friends are older. And I remember, like, going up to visit her one time, and I was like, someone said something about, like, oh, yeah, I'm Mormon, and I remember, I thought it meant something else. I don't remember what I thought it meant, but I started laughing and I was like, <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay. That's like, isn't that kind of weird? Like, you know, <laughs> da, 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 like, oh, why the, like, I was like, why the fuck would you like choose to be Mormon? And they were like, what is Mormon to you? What do you think that is? And I was like, whatever I thought. And they were like, it's a religion. And I was like, oh. Oh, oh, sorry. Never mind. I was probably like 11 or 12. I was just like, you fucking weird Mormon. Like, they were like, it's a religion. I was like, oh. Oh, sorry. thought it meant something. I can't remember what I thought it meant, but I thought it meant something totally different. And That's I was just hilarious. like. That's hilarious. It was so cringy. Well, this Mormon has an extra O in his last name. M-O-O-R. Mormon? Mormon. Mormon. More. Men. You were saying Mormon. Yeah. more. Well, it's Mormon. More man. I'm not going to say more man. <laughs> it's Mormon. I know it sounds different. But M O O R. Okay, got it, got it. Man. Got it, got it, got it. I see that was a clarification that was necessary. I think so too, actually. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, he was born as Robert Conger in Tucson, Arizona on June 4th, 1948. His mother got pregnant with him when she was only 14 years old. Oh, damn. And was described as a, quote, 15 year old hard drinking prostitute. Wow, that's a lot yeah. of stuff. Tough 15? life. Yeah, 15 years old. What? I wonder what her home life was like, though. It was not good. 
Do we know about it? We don't know much about it. We just know, like, we'll, we'll kind of get into it. It won't take us long to get into it. Okay. Um, his father abandoned them before he was even born, and his mother died from a car crash when she was only 17 years old. His... Oh, my God. Yeah, so she... Gave birth to him at 15 and died from a car crash at fifth, or at 17. Jeez. So he was about two years old. He was then put into the custody of his maternal grandparents. Okay. Who were terrible. Well. I mean. Yeah, I can only sense. imagine if she's. If you're a 14-year-old hard-drinking prostitute, you probably didn't have a great home life. Yeah. That so, is, has no. Okay. Very rarely does that have anything to do with you as a person. Like, most of the time comes from your home environment. Yeah. At, at 14? Yeah, at 14, yeah. yes. Absolutely. I mean, like, by 17, yeah, that's, like, a personal choice, probably. Still probably has, like, some, but I can see where, like, you come from a nice family and you just chose to do things like that. Yeah. At, like, an older age. But 14 is young. Yeah. Way too young. I mean, we don't even know, like, when she got into this kind of life. Right, So exactly. it could have even been y- younger than that. Right, and in then the by 40s. the time she was 15, she was an alcoholic. Yes. And pressed too, like, yeah. Because mm-hmm. no one just jumps right into that. Like, no. it's a buildup. Yeah. Um, it didn't take long for Robert to be pulled out of his grandparents' home. Like, very short time. Well, at least he got pulled out. Yeah. And, yeah. So he was put into the foster care system. Okay, not better. Well, it was eventually because um, he was eventually adopted by Henry, who went by Bud mm-hmm. Mormon, and Roberta, who went by Maud Mormon. So, Bud mm-hmm. and Maud. I don't like the names. Well, I like Bud. Maud sounds... It's hard to say. Maud. Maud. Yeah. It's like... See, because, like, kids most usually don't get adopted out if they're older. Yeah, and he was... So, I mean, but he was probably... I guess he was probably only three. He was probably, like... I. It didn't say, like, his exact age, but, yeah, somewhere between, like, three and five. Right. He was adopted out. Yeah. Okay. And they lived in Flagstaff. They seemed to be pretty good people and pretty good parents, and, like, nobody really had anything bad to say about them as parents or as people. Okay. Um, especially Bud, who seemed to be a good influence on young Robert growing up. Not long after he was adopted, the schools had labeled him as mentally retarded. Oh. That's it's the 50s. Yeah. That's what they did. That's what they said. Um, A teacher even said about him at some point that he was a lonely adopted boy who always found it hard to make friends. I mean, same. Which is, like, so sad. Yeah, but to also have, like, a mental disability on top of that, like, poor kid. But also, like, I didn't have a lot of friends, and I was adopted, and, like, no one went around saying that I was, like, that poor adopted kid. Like, I feel like that doesn't have anything. I know, but I just feel like that doesn't have anything to do with it. I know, and, like, the way the teacher said it. Yeah, Not like, even, like, a classmate. Who gives a shit if he's adopted? <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't yeah. know. I don't but like yeah. that. It was rough. Um, and he would try. Like, he would try to be social and make friends. Oh. But, like, kids and teenagers are mean, yeah. you know? Yeah. And they just rejected him because he was slow, is what they would say. Yeah. Like, they wanted nothing to do with him. So shitty. I know. In 1961, at age 13, he was committed into a mental hospital because he apparently accidentally shot his mother <gasps> with a 22 caliber rifle. Ooh. He claims okay. that when his mom came into his room, he went to show her the gun that he was hiding in his room and accidentally discharged it. Where did he get it from? That's what I'm wondering. I don't know. I didn't see anything about it. What the heck? Yeah, I don't know. Wait, so did she die? No. Oh, okay. But he did shoot her, and she did have wounds, like, 
she had to go to the hospital and get treated. Jeez. Yeah. Um, if it counts for anything, everyone did believe it was an accident at the time. Okay, but we don't know. I mean, everyone, like, he claims it was an accident. Right. Everyone believes him, so... Okay. I don't know. It's not proven otherwise. No. Okay. No. When Robert was 19, his now 57-year-old dad died. So now it's just him and his adoptive mother, who quickly became very overprotective of him, which I can understand. Like, if you have a, a mentally slower child who isn't social, people keep rejecting him, like... I would probably be a little more protective of my kid, too, if yeah. if I was in the... I mean, I'm already protective of Avery, and she's, like, perfectly normal. Yeah, exactly. And, like, trying to worry about, like, their mental development and their mental health and, yeah, like, every... Right. Like, living... If he wants to live on his own, like... Yeah. There's a whole lot that goes into it. Right. A whole lot more that goes into it if they're development mentally challenged. Right. So, I... I can get that, but... I don't fault him for that, unless he maybe does you mean her yeah, yeah sorry um i don't fault her for that unless she does it in like not the right way which yeah. is i feel like where you're going with this <laughs> well <laughs> there was a lot of talk amongst the town of them being a little too close oh, and being no. a little too strange really why do yeah. we have to go there uh, yeah and we won't get into that until quite a bit later but uh, yeah she didn't seem to okay they seemed to be great parents before uh, Bud died, but then just, like, got a little weird after that. Okay. So now we're going to jump into when he's 24 years old in 1972. He attempts to abduct a woman in a parking lot. Okay. In his hometown, who had her eight-year-old daughter with her. <gasps> no. When he realized that he probably wouldn't be able to abduct the grown woman, like probably a little too intimidating for him he grabs the young daughter and leaves yeah and he said his plan was to abduct the woman and rape her but when he couldn't do that he took the young girl and raped her instead are you kidding me yeah no i wish i was fuck this guy he decided to try to run off to vegas with her which was about a three-hour drive or so um, but he got stuck somewhere off-road on his way. Like, I don't know if he pulled over to, for something and got stuck in right. the dirt. Like, I don't know what happened, but he got stuck and he decided to literally hitchhike with this abducted eight-year-old girl. She didn't say, well, I get that. A woman named Connie Jo Swanson and her husband had picked up the Mormon, the Mormon, <laughs> picked up Mormon and the girl <laughs> <laughs> and drove them the rest of the way to Vegas. She fed them, and she let the girl rest in the room of the motor home and said that the girl never said a single word I mean, during this time. you don't know what he said to her, like, I'll kill your whole family. Right, you know. right, exactly. Um, they did seem a bit concerned about the situation, though, because Mormon told them to just drop them off anywhere in Vegas. He's like, yeah, we're in Vegas. Like, I'm just trying to get my, f- I think he said it was his friend's niece, or his his friend's daughter or something. Okay. So I'm just trying to get her to her uncle's house in Vegas. So he's like, just drop us off anywhere. I'm like, what? Okay. And then he also pulled out a gun and just unloaded all the rounds on the table of the motorhome. And Connie was like, mm, I would feel a little bit more comfortable if you put that in a drawer. And he was like, yeah, okay, no problem. He just puts the gun in a drawer. 
I mean, well, I don't know what the 50s were like as far as, like, firearms. I don't really know either. I know that, like, hitchhiking, picking up hitchhikers is not going to be abnormal. Right. But, um, like, how Well, lax... this was 72. Okay, the 70s. Like, yeah. how lax are they on... Yeah, I have no idea. Like, firearms. I, I should have looked into that. Didn't even think about it. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Um, like, is that normal or is that, like, a big red flag? It's just, like, weird because they were already kind of concerned about the situation anyway right. i'm pretty yeah. sure so when she saw that she's like mm, let's not have that around yeah well because i mean like now you have to keep it like the gun and the ammunition like locked in separate cases when you travel in like the back of your car you know like there's so yeah, many but rules how about many it? people actually follow that like uh, how many even law-abiding not- citizens like i mean i don't know it's just i, I just People that would know. never shoot someone still don't abide by that. Right, properly. but like if someone got into my car and did that, I'd be like, "Whoa, dude, what you doing?" Yeah, it's kind of like how she was. She's well, like, yeah, but I'd probably like immediately drop him off, like get the fuck out of my car. Yeah, but then what do you do with the girl? He has the gun. He wants this girl. No, I'm just I'm just talking about the gun. Well, I'd be like, get the fuck out of my car. Yeah, but then he he has the girl too. You can't just take the girl. Then you're abducting the girl. What if it really is? Why am I saying that I'd take the girl? I'd say get out of my car, and if that means the girl goes with him. Especially if she hasn't said anything. Like, that's his daughter, as far as I know. It wasn't his daughter. He didn't claim it was his daughter. Or, that's you but, know. She knows him. Yeah, but they could tell something was off. If you yeah. got a weird vibe, you wouldn't just leave that little eight-year-old girl. Okay, but you're going to leave Granted, him in I Vegas would, anyway? I would just not. You're going to drop them off in Vegas anyway? No, they didn't. Oh. We haven't gotten there. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Okay, anyway, um, so, in, um, where was I? Oh, so Connie's husband decided to drive them directly to the police station. Like, oh, okay. Yeah, right as they got into Vegas, they were like, drop them off right here at the police station. You said anywhere. Yeah, and then immediately <laughs> found the very first payphone they could and called 911. And they were like, hey, we just dropped this dude and this little girl off in front of your police station. Like, you should probably go take care of this. Yeah, okay. So, they did. Um, according to Connie, the police had later told her that Mormon admitted he was planning to kill the girl and leave her in the car, but when she wouldn't stop crying, he decided to take her along with him. What? Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. Look, like, I have a kid, and if Avery is scream, <laughs> screaming at me, I'd be like, you're done. You're done right Bye. here. And I'd love her to death, that little fucking girl, but, like... Yeah, I, like, I don't... It just seems really backwards. It does. And, but, I mean... His mental development could have taken into account, like, his weird choices and stuff like well, this. Well, I wonder, like, what what level of, like, mental um, delay, like, developmental delays he had. Like, w- he was 19 at this time? He was 24. Where did I get 19 from? Well, I mentioned 19 when his dad died, but he's 24 oh, now. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Um, like, he's 24, but I wonder if he's... Child. Yeah. No, like, he, his developmental oh, like actually. is child. Okay, so yeah. maybe he, like, related on some level? I don't know. I, it's just a very strange circumstance. Because it, it is. is very backwards. It is, and it's weird that he was thinking about, like, rape when... If he has, like, the... Right. As a and, child. And we kind of go into psychiatrists and stuff later, so... Okay. We'll talk a little bit more about it. It's just interesting. none of it is really that clear, to be honest. Yeah, it's interesting. Okay. Um, and then when he decided to take her with him, 
she still would not like stop crying and freaking out when they were trying to hitchhike. And he <laughs> said, if somebody doesn't stop here very quickly, I'm going to kill her. So this is a, the second time now that he was planning on killing her. Yeah. And then the Swanson stopped, so he didn't kill her. Mm-hmm. They got in. And then he said his plan was to murder them and the little girl and take them over home. Okay. Um, he didn't go end up going through it, though, because, through with it, though, because he said that, quote, they were nice to me. It's so weird how some of his things are very childlike. Yeah. Like. And it, it at least makes sense about, like, the nice part, because he had been rejected and, and everyone was mean to him, like, pretty much his entire life. Right. Except for his parents, his adoptive yeah. parents. When he shot his mom. He accidentally, shot his mom. allegedly. Quote, unquote, accidentally. Yeah. Yeah, so for them to be nice to him, I mean, maybe that really was like, oh, oh, well, not everyone sucks. Like, these people are so nice. I'm not going to kill them. It just reminds me of, like, something a kid would say. Like, oh, well, they were nice. Yeah. Yeah, makes sense. I don't know. It's so weird. It's very weird. Um... So basically, don't be evil. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Just throw that in End it right here, folks. (laughs) (laughs) On May 31st, 1972, uh, he pleaded guilty and was ultimately sentenced to nine years to life for kidnapping this little girl. Okay. And that's the story of Robert Mormon. No, that's not it. I'm just kidding. (laughs) I was like, what the fuck? Obviously not. (laughs) I was like, you said psychology. (laughs) (laughs) You're like, we're going to go into this later? Like, what's going on? (laughs) No. Um... So he ended up getting paroled only seven years after this. What? When he literally admitted to planning on killing like multiple people now. Yeah, I don't know if um, the Swansons had any other like kids or any other family or anything with them. I just know of them two. Okay. But at least three people. Yeah. He literally said, "Yeah, I was going to kill them all." Well, and he probably would have killed the girl's mom if if he, he had, had taken had her had the chance. Yeah, if he didn't yeah. kind of bitch out and not go through with that yeah probably he probably would have killed the girl's mom and the girl yeah exactly yeah there's a lot to it so he was paroled only seven years so what he's 31 now paroled yeah okay no yeah 24 plus seven you know what now that i think about it i think one of my sources was wrong where i got his age he was 24 in 1972 what i'm not meant to wait what year was he born in yeah, he was 24. Okay. Okay. So then, yeah, he was 31. In 1970. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. My math. The, the math adds up. <laughs> I well, was yeah, thinking of a different year years. later on. Yeah, you said. Which oh. was throwing me off. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he's 31 now. Um, But then he, only after like 10 months, he ended up going back to prison due to a weapons violation of his parole. And do you have a gun or do you know? I think, it, I don't know, actually. Mm. Now that I think about it. I just okay. said a weapons parole. Right. Or a weapons violation. He was denied parole over and over again, but in 1983, they started allowing him what's called a compassionate furlough. Oh, so, is that like when a family member dies, you, like, you can yeah, get out? Yeah, but they were allowing it. I mean, this is the late 70s, early 80s. They were allowing it for, like, just anything at this point. Like, they do... I know some... Some states still do it for, like, funerals or yeah. or stuff like that. Right. Um, but he just was able to get out for 72 hours just here and there at random for no reason. Like, just to have what 72 hours. What is the point hours of jail, of, then? That's what I'm saying. I don't know. 
I don't get that. Yeah. Um, so at this point, he's in Florence, Arizona, and his mother would come down to, like, spend time with him during his furloughs. Mm-hmm. And on January 12th, 1984, at 36 years old now, he was released on this compassionate furlough and met his mother at a motel called Blue, Li- Blue Mist Motel, <laughs> which Eerie. is, like, across the street, basically, from the jail. Okay. The prison. Yeah. On January 13th, 1984, he had left early in the morning and bought a steak knife, a buck knife, and food. Uh, okay. He came back, went to a pizza shop nearby, and the owner, who was also a former employee of the prison, so he knew Robert Mormon. Oh, okay. His name was George Johnson. What a, what a career change. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> I work in a prison, and now I make pizza. <laughs> For a living. Yeah, it, it is. <laughs> um, he told George Johnson that he was going to be back later that day for dinner with his mother when she was feeling better, because she was ill. Okay. He then headed back to the motel and asked for some disinfectant spray, and the front desk agent had noticed that he had blood on his face and that she had to end up throwing away all of the towels that he left out to be grabbed for laundry because of the stench coming off of them. Did he kill his mom? And he also smelled bad. He killed his mom. When a friend of Maud's had arrived in the motel room later on that day, her name was Marianne Southworth. Um, she was the one that actually driven Maud to go see him. Right. Uh, she thought it was strange that Roberta's purse... Sometimes I go back and forth. In my notes, I go back and forth between right. Maud and Roberta. Yeah. Or the same person. I'm sorry. Um, that Maude's purse was still in the motel room, even though Mormon claimed that she wasn't there when he got back from breakfast earlier. Okay. She'd also mentioned that the room was ice cold. Like, like, AC turned to high. It was mm-hmm. freezing in there. He had also asked her to dispose of some trash bags, to which she had promptly said, no, thank you. <laughs> I'm not going to do that. <laughs> no, you can do that on your own. He called Marianne later on that day around 4 o'clock and asked if she had heard from Maude at all, and she said no. So, at this point, Maude hasn't been heard from in a while. It's like he's covering his tracks. Yeah. Well, have you heard from her? Yeah, exactly. Okay. Around 4.30 now, he called the front desk and asked them if the trash was going to be picked up the next morning. Because his mom had bought some meat that spoiled and he needed to get rid of it. Of course it did. Yeah. When he found out the trash wasn't going to be picked up until Monday morning, he went to the pizza shop as well as the liquor store to ask if he could dump it in their dumpsters. Um, it's just weird that, like, he's even asking. Like, I know, just go just dump go it. it. Yeah. <laughs> Why are you going in here? It's Can like there's cameras this? that are going to catch you. Yeah, it's 1984. Yeah. Like, come on. Uh, George Johnson, the owner of the pizza restaurant... Contacted police to let them know that Mormon had come by and asked if he could dispose of some, quote, cow guts Mm -hmm. in the dumpster behind the restaurant. Why would he have cut, like, what? Because (laughs) apparently his cousin came by and said, please dispose of these cow guts for me. Oh, I see. Right. A very plausible story, if you ask me. Yes, 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 yes. Um, Because I carry cow guts. Everywhere I go. Oh, right. And, and like, then I can't... when they go bad, I ask all of my friends to. Yeah, I can't dispose of myself. For me. I, I, I get it to my 
cousin who's on a compassionate furlough and i'm like here uh-huh. please get rid of these for me yeah hey i know you're in like a motel or whatever but like like right across from the prison and like i don't live anywhere near you but i'm gonna bring you these cow guts yeah. so you can get rid of them for me just wondering if you have a dumpster <laughs> <laughs> at yeah. this motel that you're staying in yeah it's stupid okay <laughs> um but after working at the prison, obviously George was like, yeah, this is strange. Yeah. And he called the police. Good. After police checked all of um, like the local dumpsters, they didn't really find any- anything strange or similar to Calgut's. So they decided to just do a wellness check on Mormon and his mother. Like, they were like, oh, well, weird tip, but like nothing's here. Right. Uh, when they arrived at the room... Mormon had told police that his mom was feeling better and had left earlier with a friend that he had never met. So not Marianne. Okay. He was just like, yeah, I don't know this person, but, like, she left. I don't know. Okay. Um, But wouldn't you think that she'd want to, like, stay there while he's out of jail? Yeah, you would think. Yeah. (laughs) It's just, like, he's not very good at this. Well, he has a childlike mentality. Yeah, okay. I don't know. It's... His disability is questionable. Well, because sometimes it seems like he is his age, and then sometimes it's seeming like he's not. Yeah, exactly. And it seems like a great defense in court. Mm-hmm. Um, after checking out the room and speaking with the hotel manager... Are you cold? Yes. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Really? I'm toasty now. I was cold, cold earlier. You're lucky I just keep that blanket handy all the I'm time. I'm the opposite of Jason. Wait, did you see Misty, Misty's blankets over there? It's oh, underneath all this stuff. Cute. No, I'm the opposite. Anytime Jason's cold, I'm hot. And anytime I'm... That's like me and him. Cold, he's hot. Except I'm hot and he's, like, comfortable. But when... Or cold. And then when I'm cold, he's like, what are you talking about? Yeah. No, it's always the opposite. I don't get it. Um, Should we cut that out? Was that, like, eardrum bursting? I don't think so. Okay. I mean, we can replay it well sorry guys that's <laughs> tiffany's decision so if it is it's not my fault <laughs> and we'll listen back we're at mental note got it um so after uh after the police like kind of searched for her they, i mean I, I don't think they did like an extensive search like they didn't drive to her house and like right. do all that things i don't think um but they decided to go scope out the motel again and arrived around 1 a.m on the morning of the 14th okay Mormon saw them and came out wondering if they had seen her yet because he was worried because she hadn't taken her blood pressure medication yet. And, like, she needed that. Okay. So, this time it was actually a different... I think there was two police officers. Um, it was different than the previous time that they were there. Mm-hmm. And when he went into the room, he noticed some small spots on the floor and on the wall of the room and was like, Hey... Uh, remember those cow guns you were trying to get rid of? Like, what was, what was that all about? And that's when Mormon told them, like, oh, yeah, my cousin wanted me to th- throw these away mm-hmm. for him. Yeah, yeah. Of course. Like, okay, whatever. So he was like, yeah, nobody would let me throw them away, so I just flushed them down the toilet instead. Yeah, just flushed them down the toilet. the motel room. Yeah. Ooh, hold on. <laughs> Hold on. Because, look, okay, here I am. I might ruin it. I don't know. I'm going to say it anyway. Here I am thinking that he killed his mother. And the entire contents of that bag was not just Guts, but her entire body. 
How the fuck are you flushing that down the toilet? He flushed down the toilet. How? Cow guts. <laughs> it's not actually cow guts. Is it actually fucking cow guts? No, it's not. Anyway. <laughs> Wait, okay, I'm so confused. Police had gotten word that an employee of the prison had been asked by Mormon to pick up a doc- a box of, quote, dog bones oh my God. from his room about an hour earlier, around midnight. So when he went out to make a phone call at the payphone, police apprehended him and was like, why don't you come hang out in our car with us until your mom gets back? Why don't you go back to prison where you should be already? Yeah, I don't... This is ridiculous. A compassionate furlough. I get it if it's for a funeral. I don't think anyone's that compassionate. No, I understand, like... (laughs) Like, I know someone whose mom died when he was in prison. Yeah. And I was like, don't they let you out for stuff like that? And he didn't get out. No, some states don't. But, like... But, like, if you're monitored by... Like, if you have a parole officer with you making sure that, like, you're not doing any shady shit, like, I think you should be allowed out for... Yeah, absolutely. For stuff like funerals. Not just for whatever. Yeah. Yeah. But, (laughs) yeah, he should have gotten back to prison. It's like, why, why are you sitting in this car when you could walk across the street to the prison and go back to your cell yeah yeah where you should be (laughs) anyway um yeah so they were like here you can even sit in the front seat like let's just wait wait for your mom to come back like let's just wait here okay hopefully mom comes back soon Mm -hmm. and he was like all right cool and he gets in the police car and he just hangs out for a while starts dozing in and out of sleep like just no big deal at all um, now it's around 2.30 a.m. with Mormon still in the car when prison employees show up and tell the officers that the bones he had given to the employee were in fact human bones and not dog bones. Okay, wait. Is this going to be a big twist? There's no twist. He killed his mom. Okay. <laughs> I was like, is his mom in on it? <laughs> that you would, said they were like weirdly close. That would make for a better story. Well, because you said they were weirdly close and I thought that's maybe where you're going with it. They were potentially weirdly close. Okay. Okay, okay, okay. Um, so that is when they finally arrested him under the suspicion of murder. I'm confused. Okay. One, how did he flush it down the toilet? Two, how did he debone her and know, like, it wasn't like, oh, that's a human arm. It was like, oh, it's a bone. That I'm actually kind of confused about too because we get into how they found her and it doesn't really i'm so confused tiffany the bones don't really make sense to me either to be honest okay i don't know i guess continue i will just keep going (laughs) none of it makes sense um they hadn't mirandized him at this point because what mirandized him like red is miranda well do they need to he's in prison no he just yeah because he's getting charged with something new Oh, okay. Yeah. So they arrested him under the suspicion of murder. Got it, got it. And then okay. they, but they didn't Mirandize him yet because the chief was like, yeah, don't worry about it. Like, we'll do it when we get back to the, to Idiot. the station. Idiot. I, really stupid. Like, you so Mirandize stupid. someone with the Immediately. second they get arrested. Immediately. Yeah. So that was when he blurted out, quote, I wonder if I need an attorney. I'll leave it up to you guys if I need an attorney. Unquote. They Not were like, incriminating, I guess. No. But they they just kind of ignored it. Weird to say. 
Yeah, very weird to say. Um, but they didn't try to question him or anything because he was not Miranda. They were like, we can't ask you anything. Right. Like, Chief said not to Mirandize you yet, so, like, we're, we're just gonna sit here. Why would... Like, I don't get that. I don't I would have just either. gone against it. I would have, too. It takes two seconds. Yeah. Literally. Like, you can get it done and over with, and, like, whatever he says at that point can be used against him. Exactly. Um, he then stated that he, quote, lost his cool because his mother was trying to make him, quote, take his father's place and do things he just couldn't I handle. I literally would have started screaming the Miranda <laughs> Me too. Me too. I literally would just start screaming it. Yeah, I don't get it either. Um, and they still just kind of didn't say anything. Okay, let me ask you a question. Mm-hmm. Do you have to, I don't know if you know this, but do you have to sign a paper saying, like, yeah, he just said my Miranda rights? Or can he say, the officer say, like, oh, I said it to him? Well, I, as far as I know, they say it to them when they get arrested. Yes. And then when they actually get into the station for interrogation, they do have to sign the paper. But I don't know how they did it back in 1970. Well, because I'm wondering, 84. like... Could you be a little crooked and just be like, I said it to him. All of this counts. Probably. And if he refuses to sign, then, like, that's on him. I said it. And they're going to believe the cop over. Probably the... back in these days. But now they have well, body, the body cams. cams so, right. like, you can't really get away but with like, anything. I... I'm sure back then, yes. But that's... But then again... If he's confessing to murder, I literally probably would have just been like, I said it to him. Yeah, like, but then I again, like, with them telling... Like, saying, yeah, we didn't Mirandize him yet, but this is what he said. Like, we didn't pry. For them to admit that they didn't Mirandize him yet is, like, truthful statement. They're like, oh, well, this person's obviously believable because they're admitting that they didn't Mirandize him yet and that this could be admissible. So then it kind of makes you believe them more, you know? But I don't know. Like, now... Uh, In the 80s, it pro- they probably could have gotten away with just... Saying I did it. Yeah. yeah. Especially because he signs his um, his Miranda rights and confesses anyway. So he ended up actually telling them, like, hey, I want to confess. And they were like, mm, you can confess at the station. Right. Because they hadn't Miranda him. <laughs> so, okay, what I don't understand, though, is why aren't... Like I get that your captain said not to, but like oh, at I this don't point, care what your damn at chief this point, says, make a fucking judgment call. Yes, I don't get it. I don't get it either. If the if the man is saying I want to confess, say okay, here are your Miranda rights. You may confess now. Yeah, like, I agree. What is the point of like they are too good at following orders? Look, I guess <laughs> no, because my boss always says this is his like fucking catchline. And look, I it's a good catchline. It's own the craft. Like, you know what you're doing. Right. This is your profession. Yeah. Like, own it. Do it. Like, have the initiative. Own the craft. Like, I just don't understand why they're not taking it upon themselves to say, okay, well, I see this, this, and this. I'm going to read them as Miranda rights right now. Especially because get it he's out of the way. literally already arrested. Well, yeah. And, like, he's asking to confess. So... There's no point to waiting. Yeah, like, do I don't it now. understand it either. It doesn't make any sense. I, if I was a cop, and thank which... you to my boss for teaching me this very important life <laughs> lesson of owning the craft. Yeah, shout out Kay. Yeah, 
Okay. That's your account's name. <laughs> it is, huh? <laughs> That's immediately what popped into my head. I've been there too long. <laughs> That's true. Um, yeah, so they were like, no, 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 you can wait, you can wait. And then he responded, you can change the charge. She's dead. Yeah. And they were like, I don't even know how this is public knowledge because he wasn't Mirandais. I don't know how we got this knowledge. Did they? I wonder if they tried to use it in court still. I actually don't know. There was a a lot of court documents. I believe it. And really all I could find was like some of the original trial Mm. in the appeals. Okay. And I didn't go through all of the appeals. There's there's just too much and too much legal nonsense that I just don't understand. Right. So, um, but I did find most of my information from the court documents, from like the facts about it before they go into the appeal. Right. Um, so yeah, I don't, I don't know. Um, I don't know. But at this point, they still hadn't asked him any questions or engaged in any conversation with him, aside from telling them that they will take his confession to the station. It's now 3.12 a.m. at the station. He was Mirandized once, and then, like, six or seven minutes later, Mirandized again when they actually came in to do his confession. Okay. So they, they Mirandized him right when they got there, and then they were like, okay, well, now we're here to tape your confession. Do you understand your Miranda rights? And they read it again. And he's like, yeah, I understand. So he said that while they were together, they started having an argument, and that caused him to start hitting her. He had then tied her up to the bed with a towel that he had ripped up, and that she was mentioning things about his birth family that bugged him, I guess. Like, okay, I don't know. And then he ultimately suffocated her and then took her into the tub and started dissecting her, is what he said. He told the housekeepers that his mother wasn't feeling well, so they couldn't come into the room, but handed them a trash bag that included um, the towels that he had used to tie her up and a razor blade from a, a razor that he had, like, broken apart and used on her, I guess. Okay. Um, and then they just disposed of it for him. Uh, Hugh then went to the store to get bags to be able to put his mother's dismembered body parts in for easier disposal, and he made about four trips to the dumpster to get rid of everything after flushing nine of her fingers down the toilet. Not ten. <laughs> just nine. Do you want to know Not ten. why not ten? Yes, I really... It's a burning <laughs> question in my mind. He lost the tenth one. <gasps> What do you mean he lost it? How do you lose a finger? It's, like, not funny. It's just really uncomfortable. <laughs> he lost the tenth one. I'm kind of curious which one. I don't I don't know. It's got to... Well, this was, like... How do you lose a whole ass finger? Man, it's a I'd... hotel room. It's not that big. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> okay, I need to stop because I'm going to say some shit. I don't... I don't I did it either. roll under the bed. <laughs> it's so bad. I'm so sorry. But this is in the bathroom. That's how I really... Like, he... Exactly. Where does it go? I don't know. I have no idea. I wonder if it was one of those tub drains that are kind of open. It wasn't. No. Not that. Not that it's mentioned necessarily, because hours later, like the next afternoon, he finds the tenth finger, and I don't know where. It doesn't say where. What the fuck? And he flushes the tenth one down the drain too, or down the toilet. So he does find it. I just don't understand. Like. Where it could have gone. I don't either. I'm picturing every hotel I've ever been in. And I'm like, I'm picturing my bathroom because it's tiny. And I'm like, if I dismembered someone in my tub, like, that finger couldn't have gone anywhere. No. 
Well, like, that's the thing. Like when I I'm th- I'm picturing the hotel I was in in San Diego, like very open floor plan. Like there's no crap. Like there's no. There, I think there was like a trash can in the corner yeah. under the sink, but like besides that. I mean, there's the most the it could go would really be behind, like behind the toilet, or maybe underneath, like the, the cabinets. But it would still be easy to find. Yeah, I mean, it's not gonna take me hours. Literally, like half a day. It's to insane. Find that tenth finger. I don't. I don't know. I don't get it. I don't know. I don't know. Does he wear glasses? No. Ah. Uh, hmm. I don't think so. Okay. I've seen so many pictures of him, and my mind's just drawing a blank. Actually, I have pictures <laughs> of him right here. Hold on. No, he's not in glasses. Um, yeah, he also did all of this naked. And he told them that. Naked? Yeah, they were like, what were you wearing? And he's like, nothing. I'm like, you weren't wearing anything when you did this? And he said no. He was just completely naked when he was dismembering his mother's body. Was it... A sexual thing? Well, she was dead before he went to the store and the pizza right, place. Right, and like, right, right, right. And again, we'll get more into that. Like, in why would bit, you get naked? That's what... I mean, throughout everything that I say... Well, it, I mean, maybe he was trying to not get his clothes dirty. Which is possible. I don't know. And that... It's weird. Yeah, it's weird. <laughs> um, so that's basically his entire confession. Uh, there, there are transcripts of it, but that's like the most. That's really okay. Need so to know. still doesn't explain how he flushed. Any, just her and fingers. then the bones. No, and he literally just flushed her fingers down. Like he didn't flush anything else. So down. okay, where'd her head go? We'll go into that. We will. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. I thought that was like how they found her. No, because he said okay. No, he just admitted to everything, and that's when they were like, "Let's get a search warrant." I'm and just so start con- searching everything. Okay. okay. So, they found bloody sheets, blood spots on the floor and the walls, a washcloth, towels, and a freaking pot, like a cooking pot. Where the fuck did he get that from? I don't know. They must have found a nice hotel room, motel room. I, I across don't know. I, prison. Hear, I hear motel and I'm like, gross. I think of like a Super 8, like yeah. garbage. Like a Motel 6. Terrible <laughs> beds. <laughs> like, I'd rather sleep on the floor than on a bed in a Motel 8 room. Yeah. Um, Super 8, whatever. No. Uh, scrubby, like, pad with blood and bits of literal human flesh on it. Okay. And the two knives that he had purchased. And oddly, they also found her bra hanging up in the closet with a safety pin holding $500 worth of cash. Ooh, I wonder if that's... I mean, he said, like, oh, she talked... She said something about my biological family that I didn't like. I wonder if she said something about his biological mom being, like, a prostitute. And he took it that way and, like, was like, oh, well, here. That's a very interesting theory. I did not think of that. However, he was in prison. Where I mean, this is 1984. Well, maybe she had cash. Well, yeah, but then what are you... I'm confused. What are you trying to get at? Like, he... Like, she said, oh, your mom was a prostitute. Mm Mm-hmm. And it bugged him whatever they got in a fight. He killed her and then, like, he put her bra up and pinned money to it and was like. Like, who's the hooker now? Yeah, like, I don't know. I mean, I who knows know. how his brain works, but that's, like, immediately where my, my that's went like to. That's, one, like, one detail that they just don't mention ever again. I have no idea what the, the bra and the money's that's, about. That's, kind of, that's, like, what my first thought was. Maybe, but 
is his brain really there enough to think of something? Like, I don't even it think It kind of seems like it is. I don't know. He's all over the place, man. Uh, I, I just... Okay, I need to know more. He's but all I, over the place. But so far, I think that he's really good at saying, like, well, I'm... I'm uh, developmentally, mentally just dis- no. But like, ever since he was a child in grade school, like everyone has but been I think, saying that. But I think he uses it to his advantage when he needs it. Oh, probably. What, yeah. So I think he's more with it than he like alludes Maybe. to. We'll we'll talk about what psychiatrists say about okay. In dumpsters in and like near the motel. Officers had found bags that contained her thorax, her head, her pelvic area, her feet and her hands, as well as muscle and skin cut off of her, and strips of towels, a razor, a steak knife packaging, and pajamas. So I wonder if that muscle and skin cut off was where the bones came from? That would be the only logical explanation, because like, it seems like they found her head and her pelvic area intact. Right. And, like, he cut off her legs and her feet and her arms and her hands separately. So, Mm -hmm. I don't know if it came from, like, maybe her arms or her legs, but I guess that is really all that makes sense. It's got to, yeah, it's got to be, like, an arm or a leg. Yeah. Um, And then (laughs) the poor guys had to go dig through the sewer to try to find the fingers. And they found one. Probably that tenth one. That's they found rough. One. That's rough. Um, they then searched the prison, wh- prison, prison, where they found some weird notebooks full of just like weird stuff that he was writing. Okay. And one of them was how to train a dog how to make bank deposits. Excuse me. What? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. I think you've got to have an ID for that. And like, come on, Misty's pretty smart. But, like, how do you train her to go in and be like, this account, yeah. this amount of money? Maybe, like, a note, but I think that you have to have an ID for that. It's just ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> like, mm, okay. I don't understand. Unless you're, like, putting it into the ATM slot, but that's real hard to do as, like, a human with hands. <laughs> yeah, you have to have opposable thumbs. Well, like, the bills spit out at me, like, every other time. time I do it. <laughs> yeah, seriously. And trying to insert the card. Like, yeah, your dog no. would have to literally have thumbs to put that card. Did it, it, were ATMs a thing then? Actually, I don't know. Now that I'm thinking about it, I don't know. Do you know? In the 80s? He has no idea. <laughs> um, yeah, it was weird. So, the I'm ME... Please do. The ME did say that her cause of death was most likely asphyxiation, as he had said, and that she was also gagged by something. He also reported that she had bruises on her arm, breasts... And back prior to death. What's the verdict? Um, by the 1980s, ATM money machines had become widely popular and handled by many of handled many of the functions previously performed by human tellers. Oh, well, look at that. But still, not gonna happen. <laughs> still not gonna happen. Yeah, yeah. you're right. <laughs> um. So yeah, her arm, breast, and back prior to death were cut by a knife. And one breast and five times on her butt were, like, I said that all wrong. I'm sorry. Um, She had bruises on her arm, breast, and back prior to death. And she was cut by a knife prior to death on one breast and five times on her butt. Okay. She had no defensive wounds. Really? None. And he didn't see any marks indicating that her legs were bound at all or her arms. 
like mm-hmm. Mormon had claimed. However, she was weirdly cut from her hands to her wrists and from her ankles to her feet, which he said that could have prevented him from seeing the bruises from ligature mm-hmm. marks. Okay, I was thinking maybe it cut, like, tendons and she couldn't... No. Um, okay. Yeah, he mentioned, like, maybe there were bruises from marks, but, like, I just didn't see them because of these cuts. Okay. Which makes me think that, like, maybe... It didn't say anything about postmortem, but I'm thinking maybe that happened postmortem when he was trying to cut the ligatures off of her. That makes sense. But I don't know. I don't know. Okay. Um, he, he said that the, quote, dissecting of her body, as Mormon called it, would have taken about two hours overall, which is, seems really short to me. It does. He has two knives. That's it. Well, if you think about it, too, like... I mean, I know cows are a lot bigger than humans, but it takes a even like deer. Like when I just skinned my buck, like gutted it and skinned it, it it took me about two hours just to do that. Yeah, but trying to like cut but, I mean, through I guess, bone and stuff like that, like it just. Well, I guess too with like buck with my buck, like I didn't want to like you don't want to ruin the hide, so you're doing it really carefully. I guess you're not doing it that no. carefully in that situation. Not so if you're, yeah. <laughs> so it's just, it does seem like a short period of time. But like though. with one, well, I guess two knives, but like, how big is a buck knife? I mean, it just depends. Okay. But it's I'm a, just. They're not that big. I'm just picturing the same size Here, as I'll, a steak knife, but a little bit different. It's, no. um, It's going to be like wider and like not there's no serration on it they're not that big <gasps> serration that's one of the words that i say all the time that's not an actual word serration it's not a word yes it is no 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 no. it's not a buck knife is like this it's it's like the size of your hand look okay so just like a pocket knife it looks like yeah but maybe a little yeah bigger. kind of yes Oh, it is a word. It's, yeah, serration. No, is a I'm word. telling you, I used to always say that, and I was like, I know it's not a word. Serration. Because it always made sense. Whatever. I guess it's a word. Anyway, but still, a buck knife or an, and a steak knife. Like, that's going to take you a lot of time to try to cut through bone. Yeah, I would say a steak a knife is body. longer, a buck knife is a little bit shorter and, like, wider. Maya, do you, <laughs> would you like to come here? Maya's trying so hard to jump on Auntie Sarah's lap. <laughs> just come on <laughs> oh there i should have taken go. a video of that there that was really go. cute that's a good girl uh, yeah but i don't know two hours just kind of blows my mind i feel yeah like it, it seems short it does and like that was me just gutting and then you call it caping out but like taking the skin off and like you're trying to be careful but still i mean right it's a lot bigger yeah it seems like a short period of time yeah, i agree it's weird um I don't know if you're, well, I was going to say if you've ever cut through a human body, but I don't, <laughs> if I don't want you to write it. A hunter? <laughs> if you've cut through animal bones because you're a hunter, please write it. Yeah. No human murderers, please. No, please. I don't want to do Because I'm pretty sure we're mandated reporters. We are. <laughs> we would have to. And even if we didn't have to, I would still call in. So please don't tell me about anybody that you I murdered. I might pick your brain a little bit first and then i'd call it in yeah you're right you're right or 
Well, I don't know. I feel like we could get Not in trouble like, for that. Well, we'd have no, to. No, like, we're gathering evidence. We'd have to call the police and then be like, try to get as much information as we yeah. can immediately. Just be like, hey, hey, he feels comfortable with me. I'm gonna. Yeah, there you go. I'll I'll get as much info as I can. Like obviously, he wanted to write it in. I yeah, will yeah, take yeah, care yeah. of this for you guys. Hopefully, one of our fifty listeners is not a murderer. <laughs> I sure hope not. Because it's a narrow process of elimination here. Ooh, that'd be like, imagine we have fifty listeners and one of the like the odds of that. It's probably Alex. No, he doesn't listen. I take it back. <laughs> he doesn't listen to us. Disqualified immediately. <laughs> Maybe he's just a murderer on his own time. I don't know. <laughs> um. Anyway, there. So. The cutting of her hands, feet, and finger fingers is what he called meticulous. Okay. Which, again... It if, doesn't seem like any of this was meticulous. Yeah, and if it's only two hours all together... Yeah. How no. is it meticulous? There was also no signs of sexual activity on her person or on the sheets. Okay. Which is extra strange, because we'll get more into that later, too. Okay. <laughs> He had gone to trial in May of 1985, to which many people took the stand and talked about how he would lie about random things. Mm-hmm. Like, like the day of the murder, he was talking about how his dad was still alive and how he was buying, like, that one of the knives. Um, I think the buck knife. He's like, yeah, I'm buying this for my son, but he never had kids. Right. Or he would tell people, oh, yeah, my mom just recently died of cancer, even though she's like, well... Was, yeah, she was you know. still alive at that point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, he was evaluated by multiple psychiatrists who had differing opinions on him. Okay. One said that he, quote, suffers from organic delusional syndrome. I don't really... I should have looked up what that was. Organic. Pedophilia. Okay. Which makes sense. He, I mean, eight-year-old, yeah. yeah. And schizoid personality disorder, and that he was unable to appreciate the nature and consequences of his actions when he killed his mother, unquote. Mm. So they're like, yeah, he he didn't really realize what he was doing. No, see, okay, I don't understand that. I feel like even young children know. And I agree, and, like, they always say, oh, well, he's only, you know, 15 years old. His brain doesn't fully develop. Like, no, you know no. right from wrong. I mean, I don't know. I feel like... But if his brain really was only developed to that of a child but if it was then he wouldn't have done all that cleanup and trying to hide it well that's the thing it's like there are a lot of things where i'm like he knows fully what he did and he's not a child i think it's just easier to think, like, use it as a defense of, oh, he doesn't have, like, the mental capacity beyond a certain age. Because it's an easy, like, tactic to use when he's already got, like, it's an easy defense to use when he he already is diagnosed with, like, some developmental delay. Yeah. And personally, I think, based on what I've read, that he, he's not necessarily developmentally there developmentally there as a 36 year old Mm. but he's not a child maybe like in teenage years somewhere but i feel like even kids like no you don't kill someone i mean it's like you watch disney movies and like the something happens and like you know that's the bad guy they did a bad thing you do not do that right like 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's. I it's still. Really tough. I just don't like. If Avery murdered someone at five, I would fully think that she would like knew that that was wrong. Well, she's already a sociopath, so. Probably. <laughs> she laughs at other people. Crying. I told. I told my mom that the other day. I was like, I'm convinced Avery is a sociopath, and yeah. she was like, oh, Tiffany. And I was like, I'm telling you, mom. No, if other kids, especially. And I told her about when she laughed at Ari when she started screaming, crying. She's yeah. like, <laughs> if other I'm kids like, cry, what? she laughs. <laughs> she laughs at other kids crying. It's really creepy. <laughs> she's like, from the time she was like six months old. She said yeah, that. she was young when she <laughs> yeah. did that. Yeah, I don't know. We'll no, see. We'll I see. I'll keep y'all up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, seriously. Um, he, uh. Another one said that he was, quote, suffering from pedophilia and antisocial personality disorder. Okay. And that he did not believe that Mormon was un... Or he... Whoa. There's a double negative here. Hold on. What? I, like, put this in quotes and just quoted it from the Mm -hmm. the court documents, Mm -hmm. and it's throwing me off right now. Okay. Read it to me point blank. And that he did not believe that Mormon was unable to understand and appreciate the nature of his actions. He did not believe that Mormon was unable to understand. Okay, so he didn't... Yeah, so he believes that he's able to understand. He didn't That's what he's saying. Believe that Mormon... He, he believes okay, that yes, Morbi- yeah. Mormon was able to understand. Yeah, yes. that really threw me yeah, off. Yeah. He believes that Mormon was unable... Or was able to understand and appreciate... The nature of his actions, although his subsequent knowledge of Mormon's bizarre writings and some of his statements on the day of the crime made him less certain of his conclusion. Uh-huh. And then another said, quote, he does not suffer from organic delusional syndrome and that Mormon is a pedophile with antisocial okay. personality disorder. I gotta look this up. What the fuck is organic? Yeah. Del- okay. Because that's come up a couple times already. Organic I really delusional syndrome? Yep. There it is. Organic delusional, whoa. organic delusional syndrome is a condition with prominent delusions occurring in patients with brain dysfunction. It has been described in a wide variety of neurological, medical, and toxic conditions and closely imitates idiopathic psychotic illnesses such as schizophrenia. Okay. Okay. So I guess well, it's, yeah, it's. When you have delusions, but specifically with people who have brain dysfunctions or okay, so one said that delays. he has that. One said he didn't. The other one didn't say anything about it. Okay. So like, we're all over the place here. Yeah. Literally, none anyone's of them guess can agree on anything. Anyone's it's guess. really bad. Um. Yeah, and that he also said that Mormon is a pedophile with antisocial personality personality disorder but that he is capable of understanding the nature of his actions okay so we got two saying he i believe can, that i believe one that. saying he can't no i believe that he knows and i do too just mainly the solid fact that makes me believe that he does is that the the fact that he tried to clean up and hide it yeah that means that if he you knows really it's didn't wrong. think anything was wrong you wouldn't try to hide it you'd be like and you oh. wouldn't have cut her up and thrown her away in multiple trash cans right. and like tried and, to and yeah. said it was cow's guts and right. dog bones like you would just be like yeah I, I that's what i did yeah like oh well i cut my mom up because she died like what do you want me to well, do even <laughs> just i killed my mom like my mom's dead yeah you wouldn't yeah. go to that extent to like hide it if you knew that it was wrong it's just so 
weird because like his whole life he's been quote mentally retarded unquote right and multiple people say multiple psychiatrists say that he has like certain types of disorders and Mm -hmm. it's just like you can't either he's a really 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 good con man ever since the time he was like a great actor like very little well i think maybe he's a little bit developmentally delayed but i think he maybe overplays it a bit because it lets him get away with things like i I think he probably learned that he could get away with certain things not doing your homework not understanding the assignment like yeah it starts early he can get away with things right if he plays it up and And when you see his picture yeah i don't know if this is insensitive but like he looks like Uh, he has a child's mind Does, does that make sense yeah you know what i mean yeah no i get it like he's just like yeah this is me like i don't know it's weird no but it's like a real thing like i've seen children with like shaken baby syndrome or a traumatic brain injury as like very little children Mm -hmm. and like they look like normal healthy babies and then as soon as they have that brain injury they're, you can tell, like, their face changes, like, the way that they grow changes. Mm-hmm. I think it it is actually, like, a physiological thing that happens. I, I don't know if I'm explaining that well, but, like, I we think should talk that, to my mom. I think there is a physiological change that comes with. Because my mom is a nurse primarily for pediatric special needs. Well, should I call Sarah? She's got... She's a nurse. She okay. was from... She did pediatrics. We're going to time out for a moment, you guys. Okay. Okay, we've consulted the experts, which is my mother-in-law and Tiffany's mother. <laughs> yes, both mother... Or both nurses in yeah. pediatrics. It's honestly, Tiffany... Or Sarah's, like, my mother at this point. She's amazing. Yeah, I love her. Seriously. So, <laughs> um, so, and so she, is Jody. Yeah. Jody is, like, my mom, too. Yeah. Got I've got so many moms. I've got four, because... Technically, Haley's mom is also my mom. I have quite a few moms, too. I've like, got a lot of people that I just tried up. I'm like, hey, Dorde, mom. Dorde's like my mom. Yeah, I've got a lot of moms. I have so many moms. Uh, sorry, I've been missing any mothers. I love you still. Um, <laughs> so, so Sarah had an interesting take, uh, which is my mother-in-law. She said that it, like, things like fetal alcohol syndrome, Down syndrome, um, traumatic brain injuries right Mm -hmm. like those affect your facial muscle muscles Mm -hmm. in a way that like is noticeable right Right. like the anatomy of your body with uh fas and down syndrome those affect your anatomy but uh tbis like will affect the muscles in your face so certain muscles like stop firing and that's why you can tell with a tbi but as far as someone in his condition the reason that we might think that they look childlike and this is purely like her speculation she there's no like real answer here um but it's an interesting take is she thinks that it's because they have like a certain like look of innocence okay where Maybe they don't think that they did anything wrong or they're playing it like they didn't or, you know, whatever. But there's that certain look of innocence that makes them look childlike. And that's interesting 
because we'll also get into a little bit of that in mm-hmm. just a short time too. Yeah. So so her take on it because I sent her the picture and she was like, oh, he, he she was like, I don't know anything about him. So looking at him to me, he doesn't look childlike. He looks creepy, and. She said it. he may look childlike to you because you know what he did and he looks still like he thinks he's innocent. Right. And it's that innocence that's throwing you off. And that's what I, I asked my mom too because she said that um, some disabilities, like if they happen later in life, can right. cause yeah. them to kind of stay in that like, not grow on their facial features like mm-hmm, that, but it's mm-hmm. rare. It has to be, like, the right kind of disability. Right. She was, like, Sarah was talking about, okay, if you have fetal alcohol syndrome early yeah, on in like the pregnancy, then there are certain facial... one, yeah. But then if it's later in the pregnancy, there are different things right. that you look... Like, different markers in your facial features. So, it's, like... Or, like, if you get into a car crash when you're in your teens, mm-hmm. like, stuff like that. There's right. varying factors of it. Right. And when I asked my mom the same thing, like, do you think that... Um, maybe just, like, knowing his background and knowing that he's mentally challenged makes me think that, like, yeah, yeah, of course, he looks like a child mm-hmm. still. And she said, yeah, that could definitely play a huge part in right, it. Right, because it's the innocence that we're looking at. Mm-hmm. Like, the fact that he's smiling or his eyes look happy, you know, like, that kind of thing where right. he looks innocent makes us think childlike because we know what we know. She said he doesn't look childlike to me. He looks creepy. Because well, she doesn't know anything about him. Which I could totally him. see, too. But, totally, yeah. But yeah, since we but now know that what's we're, going on. We're, like, predisposed to think Yeah, and we know childlike. his early childhood and his uh-huh, growing up uh-huh. and, like... Yep. Yeah. Interesting takes. It is really weird. Interesting how takes. How... Yeah. Just knowing the background of someone can change your perception Oh, absolutely. It's wild. Absolutely. It's wild. Yeah. Okay. Super weird to think about. That's, like, got me on a head trip right now. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, seriously. Okay, so I believe before you pause i talked about the last one but i'm just gonna go through it just one more time in case i didn't yeah remind Um, me i'll tell you yeah the last one said that he was quote suffering from pedophilia and antisocial personality disorder and that he did not believe that mormon was unable yes yeah yeah that's the double negative that i couldn't figure out um that he was able to understand and appreciate the nature of his actions, although his subsequent knowledge of Mormon's bizarre writings and some of the statements on the day of the crime made him less certain of his conclusion. So he's like, yeah, um, he could, he knew right from wrong, but like, mm-hmm. once I saw those writings in his prison, he's, prison cell, he's like, eh, maybe he didn't. Okay. So, I don't know, we just got so many different takes from different psychologists that it's like, you can't trust one. Well, which is really, it's strange, but I mean, it's all, I feel like psychology is all really up to, like, interpretation. <laughs> yeah. And he also said that Mormon is a pedophile with antisocial personality disorder. Mm-hmm. Um, wait, hold on just a second. Oh, no, no, no there's a fourth one. Oh, okay. <laughs> there we go. That's why I was like, this counteracts. Um, a fourth one said he does not suffer from organic delusional syndrome. Okay. And that Mormon is a pedophile with antisocial personality disorder and that he is capable of understanding the nature of his actions. Okay. So we just got weird conflicting yeah. psychiatrists. A lot that, like, of it. A lot of it. <laughs> who knows what's going on there. Right. However, the last psychiatrist said that Mormon had told him, I mean, this was like his psychiatrist for years. Mm -hmm. Like, from his teenage years on, I'm pretty sure. Um, 
apparently his mother wanted him to have sex with her and wanted her breasts to be pinched and he covered her face with a pillow to stop the noises that his mom would make when he would engage in intercourse with her. Well, okay, but it's... I wonder if he's just saying that or if it's true. Well, but then other people had said that they were close. They said that they, they were really close and, like, weirdly close for a long time. But apparently for many, many, like couple like two or three decades he was talking about how his mother would force him to do sexual acts on her basically since his dad died okay she would that brings up where where she said oh you have to take your father's place right 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 okay so there's really no concrete evidence but he had been saying this for many many years like before he even went into prison okay so right um, yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's uncomfortable. It's weird that other people like pointed it out that they were a bit closer than they should have been. Yeah. Which makes me think there's probably a little bit more truth to that than I agree. Yeah. So okay. I mean, he kind of sticks with that to the end that his mother okay. like forced these sexual acts upon him. And like, I'm not trying to call anyone a liar. Like, you know, if you are a victim, then right, you're a victim. Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. So yeah, okay. So that's that's what he said for many, many years. So that's kind of what that is. And he also, this psychiatrist, believes that because of the accounts of, of incest for so many years that he really did put the pillow over her face to kind of just muffle the noises. And that's what accidentally smothered her. So okay. he didn't mean to smother her. Interesting. And that the bruises were something that she wanted sexually. Okay. And there's nothing about the cuts because, the, I mean, you did say that the cut, like a lot of the cuts were pre-death. Right. So there was nothing said about the cuts, but I can understand. I mean, some people get a little kinky and they do cause bruises. There, well, and if she's and there, really that hard into it. There are like cutting kinks. That's there a, are. That's a real yeah. thing. But that just wasn't brought up as a um like, like in, by like the psychiatrist had, right, okay. right but the bruising could have been explained by apparently right. what his mother wanted done to her mm-hmm. okay um so he believes the psychiatrist that mormon is innocent and that it genuinely was an accident but you don't go through all of that and s- you don't dismember a body at at that point, you're not innocent. Like, and it's, I agree. It's still, if nothing else, it's still, what do they call it? Um, um, like, mis- not misuse of a yes. body, but... Yeah, yeah, Is yeah. it misuse? Um, no. No, it's um, not. Uh, something of a corpse. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. I, uh, <laughs> God, it's like, okay. it's a... Uh, Hold on, I'm pausing. Okay, we figured it out. It's abuse, abuse of a corpse. Abuse of a corpse. We're I don't dumb. know. Why. Yeah, okay. <laughs> We're both um, really stupid. It's yeah, fine. it's still, if nothing else, it's abuse of a corpse. Like, if it if it was purely accidental, like... Yeah, then you Then you call, call someone, someone and you say, hey, this happened. It was an accident. Especially if you're that developmentally delayed mm-hmm. where you're like, mm-hmm. I just not accidentally breathing. killed my mom. What's going on? She's not breathing. She won't wake up. I don't know yeah. why. Blah, blah, blah. Not... 
I'm going to dismember her now and flush her down the toilet and give these bones away and say that they're, you know, blah, 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 blah. The list goes on. Like, right. That's not realistic in an accidental situation. Yeah, I completely agree. Um, But a neurologist had actually said that he didn't find any indication of brain defects. Mm. But he also said, "Eh, I might be wrong. And I'm like, okay. That's interesting. And I said, I'm like, why are you even in this trial? <laughs> yeah, okay. I'm like, why are you even in this trial? Like, oh, yeah, yeah. I didn't if find any not, brain defects, but like, this oh, is, maybe he has some. I don't know. Dude, you had one job. This is your job. Like, if you've got to be sure, especially in, in a, a murder trial. trial. like this? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You have to be sure. You cannot backtrack and say, I don't think that, but I could be wrong. Like, you exhaust all options. Yeah, he's useless. This I, neurologist was useless. Yeah, okay. <laughs> and, like, I'm sure... I'd, like, I I don't have any... I've already uh, said the things yeah. that I can say. <laughs> and I'm sure the only thing that stuck with the jurors' minds was, like, oh, he doesn't? Right. And then they're like, well, he doesn't have any brain problems. Like, yeah. Because they want to convict someone. Right. Like, there's no chance they took in the, into consideration, oh, well, maybe the neurologist is But wrong. he might be wrong. Yeah, yeah. It's like, okay. Very, very unhelpful. Um, he tried the insanity plea. Of course. But nobody was buying it. Yeah. Many different people, including psychiatrists and even prisoners that were incarcerated with him, said that he had the reasoning ability and judgment of a child. Like, pretty much everyone that came into contact with him. Okay. Was like, no, he literally has a child's brain. It's interesting. Right? Because it doesn't seem like it. And it's like, that would be hard to fake for everyone for many, 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 many years. You know? Mm. But also, again... But then you see things behind closed doors where he doesn't have to fake it for anyone. And he's not doing that. Yeah, but it just seems really difficult. But then you think about... How he covered up the murder and tried to get away with it. But then... Exactly. Even though, like, they had no concrete proof yet, he still was like, oh, well, let me confess. Like, I killed her. Like, it's just so... I don't understand this personally. I just can't figure it no, out. No, I mean, neither do I, and I don't claim to be, like, an no, expert. No, I have no idea. <laughs> of course. But, like, it seems that when he's behind closed doors, he doesn't try to hide his cognitive abilities. And if you're just used to, like, like there's the autism thing of masking. Like, you get so used to masking in front of other people to, like, seem like a... I don't know the right way to say this, but, like, you know, you pick For up on... For lack of a better term, normal. Right, exactly. Yeah. And, like, you you know like how to kind of pick up... Like, what society thinks is normal. Yeah, pick up on, on social cues and, like, facial cues and uh, conversational cues, like... But then when you're alone, you don't have to do that. And you're con- you're completely different. You're yourself. It seems like when he's alone, he is doing more than he is when he's with other people. Maybe. It just seems, I don't know, to it's me at least. It's like so weird that you can't really, nobody can pinpoint what's wrong with him. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Nobody at all. I think and he's I... just, in my opinion, he's gotten really good at masking. I'm really curious. And pretending to be someone else. He, if this was today mm-hmm. that this happened, I'm really curious to see what the difference would be in 
psychiatry, like, their standpoints on it. Yeah. I wonder, is he still alive? No. Okay. I was gonna say, I wonder if they, like, have any interest in, like, studying him now. I, he died in 2012, um, and I don't think they really did much after he was convicted. I didn't really see anything about after he was convicted. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but it it is interesting, because, like, there's so many back and forth that I, I'm curious. Right. But, whatever. Um... So, he was convicted of first-degree murder in, on May 7th, 1985, and was sentenced to death. Wow, really? Right? He was sentenced to death. Okay. Um, he did have a few appeals, and, I mean, if you guys have listened long enough, you know that I'm not really going to go into appeals, because I just don't want to go through all of that. <laughs> no. I'm not going to go into the appeals. Uh, how many times did we say... Um, what is it? Clean cut? <laughs> and not one episode. <laughs> cut and dry. Cut and dry. That's what it was. If it's cut and dry, shut the fuck up, Tiffany and Sarah. We were... <laughs> I put that in the show notes. I'm like, yes, we know how much we said cut I know. and dry. I listened back to it back when. Oh, I, like, I stopped. Stop I couldn't it. deal with it. No, I couldn't either. I don't blame any of you for stopping that episode. Um, I'm really sorry. Anyway, so we all know how we feel about this. Anyway. <laughs> Oh, yeah, we're, okay, anyway, um, he went and, he had a few appeal, few appeals, and he was denied everything. Um, his health did decline in prison, and he had a few times where he almost died, but he didn't. And Do you know, like, from what, specifically? There was, like, heart problems and okay. stuff. Yeah, I, I can't remember everything exactly, but I know that there were some heart problems. Yeah. Where, like, I think he had a heart attack or, like, something similar enough to a heart attack that it sent him into, like, the ICU and that right yeah he like almost died but he didn't die okay and then um right before his execution he was denied a stay of execution and like the governor can say oh no we we don't have to execute him you know he was denied a stay of execution and was put to death by lethal injection on february 29th 2012 at 64 years old isn't that wild how long it takes yeah he was convicted in 1985 Five, I think. Yeah. Because he was, yeah, May 7th, 1985. It's to so 2012. Crazy. It's wild. Um, His last meal, do you want to know his last meal? Oh, I do, I do, I do. Mm-hmm. Wait. Of course you do. Can I guess? Yes, please guess. Okay. I'm going with the child theme. Okay. A chocolate bar. Okay. Uh, mac and cheese. Okay. And breadsticks. Those were all wrong. Oh, man. <laughs> Who was it? Uh, wait, double- wait, wait. Was it fancy? No. Cheeseburger. Well, I just said double. I know. That's <laughs> cheating. But there was more if you want to guess more. Okay, cheeseburger, onion rings, and a vanilla milkshake. No. Damn. Okay. He had a double hamburger, not cheeseburger. Ooh, that's my order. Ew. Double hamburger with two slices of onion. That's very specific. I asked for extra diced onions. Ew. Raw onions are just... Oh, I fucking love onions on burgers. You don't understand. When you eat a raw onion, it tastes like you're licking an armpit that has no deodorant on it, and it's disgusting. So good. It's It's so so good. It's so good. And the diced ones are better than whole. I don't know why. Listen, diced onions 
always superior to whole no, onions. No, and you know what? Alex agrees with me on this one, for sure. Raw onions? Yeah. Don't they taste like you're licking a raw armpit? Yeah. Yeah. I love They're onions. They're gross. I don't They're... know that I've ever done that. I've also, <laughs> I've also never licked a raw armpit, but just the a smell. raw armpit? Yeah, well, like, with no deodorant. A raw, okay. A raw armpit. But, like... The smell of onions versus the raw armpit has the same taste in the back of your throat when no. you sniff them. Um, B.O. smells like Mexican food to me. No, it smells like a raw onion. It's no. disgusting. I love onions. Oh, no, raw onions, I... Ew, I can't do it. So, yeah, but, I get it. <laughs> but anyway, he had a double hamburger with two slices of onion, three leaves of lettuce. What? Oh, okay, on the burger? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I thought this was, like, on the side. I was like, what? What? Um, And three slices of tomato. Mm. He also had french fries and four ounces of ketchup. Very specific. That is very specific. Two ground beef burritos and two 14-ounce containers of Rocky Road ice cream and three RC Colas. RC Colas. Not even Coca-Cola. Not even Coca-Cola? This is free. This is free, sir. (laughs) Go all out. Okay? Do you know how many Mountain Dews I'd drink if it was free? What would your last meal be? I've... Weirdly, I've thought about this a lot. Okay. <laughs> um, It would for sure... My drink would for sure be... Duh. Mountain Dew. Well, you know what? I don't know, because I really like beer. It'd be Mountain You want to be literally cremated and put into a Mountain Dew bottle. <laughs> and if you're not serious about it, sorry, I'm still doing it. No, we've talked. No, it's the most fitting for me. It is. And you will go on my mantle in a Mountain Dew bottle forever. <laughs> but I love beer so much. You're going in Mountain Dew. Okay, but, okay, I would probably have a Mountain Dew or... <laughs> <laughs> I tried combining Mountain Dew and beer. <laughs> I'd probably have a Mountain Dew and a beer. I'd probably have both. I mean, you can have as... I don't think there's, like, a limit. Well, I know, but... I think you have, like, a time frame of when you have to eat everything and drink everything. Okay, ch- shotgun the I beer. I can't... Listen, you even can't if I want to... No. I took a pickleback last night. Picklebacks are easy. I could Disgusting. do pickleback in my sleep. Di- what? You should have seen the face I made. You should have seen the face I made. Alex just ruined our headphones. I know. It's fine. I can still hear out of one ear. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> you should have seen the... Ask Jason. No. It was okay. disgusting. I hate whiskey hate it i hate whiskey and i, I try like... oh it came Ooh. back <laughs> i try every one of his whiskeys and it makes me want to throw up every time i'm getting better at whiskey actually no, fuck whiskey but i i also like pickles the mix is fucking horrible no because you take the shot and then you're like this is disgusting no okay so jason said no 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 so jason said jason said to do this this is the technique of picklebacks apparently according to jason tell me if i'm wrong alex oh i'll tell you if you're or wrong. tell Tell Jason if he's wrong. He says, breathe in. <laughs> take a shot of whiskey. Take a shot of pickle juice. Wait, okay. You breathe in through your nose. Take a shot of whiskey. Take a shot of pickle juice. Breathe out through your mouth. No. 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 Okay, because whatever the fuck that is tastes so fucking bad. No, no, no. What I did is I took the entire shot of whiskey down, like, I mean, I'm not a shot taker. Yeah. But you have to down it all in once. Of course. And then the second it goes down, you immediately take that shot of pickle juice to Look, drown out the flavor. I would rather take a straight shot of whiskey than do a pickleback ever again. No. 
Whiskey's gross. Whiskey is so much better than a pickle. I'll do a pickleback with you if you want. A whiskey and pickle. Whiskey and pickle juice together tastes like vomit. I I believe that, but when you take the whiskey and then the pickle juice, you don't even taste the whiskey. No, no. I mean, it was separate. It was whiskey then pickle juice. No, but you said it was like together. Well, no. You breathe in through your mouth, your nose. Whiskey shot, pickle juice shot. Breathe out through your mouth. Oh, I thought you meant like you put like the no, shot you in your mouth it. and then no, you no, put... no, 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 no. Oh, you yeah, then that's right. Horrendous. You tasted the whiskey still? Yes, and it was fucking disgusting. How did you taste the whiskey? It still? was. It tasted like vomit. I think you did it wrong. Maybe Shh. I did. She did it wrong. Because you know how know. much I hate whiskey. Yeah. And I can do a pickleback. No What's problem. that? Whiskey? That's whiskey. What kind? <laughs> do you want to tell our listeners? Come on, bring Wait, your voice I in taste here. It. Bring your voice in here. Let me see if I get the right notes. <laughs> <laughs> Is it fancy whiskey? Kind of. Bring your voice in. Oh, on, I'm moving it. It smells like sweet. Uh-oh. It doesn't burn my nose the way you s- really? it usually does. No, get closer to the microphone. He really doesn't want to talk to you guys. Is it Pendleton? No. Well, that was a good guess, though. We have Pendleton. No, we don't. What? We did. Wait, right? that's good. What is that? Uh, whistle pig. Whistle pig. Oh, that's yummy. Ew, it's kind of good. It's kind of sweet. I'm not. A, I it's just, really smooth. It's no, he tells me like <laughs> Sarah's face. It's okay because the only reason I say this is because Jason's uncle mm-hmm. was at Christmas dinner, and we're sitting on the couch away from everyone. And he, like, takes a, a flask out of his jacket pocket and starts chugging it. And I'm like, what What you got in there? And he hands it to me and he's like, just take it, take it. And I take it, like, a swig out of it. And I was like, kind of sweet? It's really smooth. I can tell it's whiskey, but what is it? And he was like, Pendleton. And I was like, never had that before, but I like it. We really don't have Pendleton? Ha- we've had it, Wow, though, that, right? oh, wait. I'm getting what? hints of... Isn't it like a round bottle? Wait, this tastes so familiar to me. There's hints of Marciano cherries and... Marciano? Marachino? <laughs> Is that how you say it? <laughs> Marciano. Marachino cherries. I've always said Marciano, by the way. Uh, Marachino cherries and some kind of smoke. Ew, Marachino cherries are gross. You're fucking with me right oh, now. I'll give you every one I, I ever get. I will eat an entire jar. Makes me throw up. <laughs> no, they're so good. And some kind of wood. Cherry wood. <laughs> <laughs> Cherry wood. <laughs> Babe, how accurate is she? Accurate enough. <laughs> <laughs> it's That's actually really yummy. No, it's not. Well, I'm happy you like it. I try whistle every pig. one of his whiskey, whiskeys whistle and pig, I want to puke. Okay, I'm going to have to have Jason get that because I actually really like that. There you go. That's good. Okay, anyway, go on. <laughs> what were you talking about before this? I don't know. Oh, oh your last, last meal. meal. Your last meal. What, oh, my so last yours, meal. Yeah. <laughs> Mountain Dew and beer, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe a really good Bloody Mary. Ooh, okay. Wow, I'm an alcoholic. <laughs> <laughs> so far, you've only named drinks. Except Mountain Dew. <laughs> Except Mountain Dew, but still. Yeah. Mountain Dew, IPA, maybe a solid Bloody Mary and some champagne. Jason wow. only says Bloody Mary is a meal. It is. Especially, so, oh my gosh. Do you um, need a last meal? Gun Barrel up here in Tahoe has a Bloody Mary with a half a, or a, a 
it's a grilled cheese or a half a grilled cheese with chicken strips and bacon wrapped shrimp in the bloody mary yes no it's it's literally and it's a massive bloody mary so it's a literal whole meal no 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 you'll fill up it's like 32 bucks no worth it i've had one well you're not okay you're not a bloody mary person like i I am i like cut water bloody mary mix it's good yes okay and it's probably better than gun barrel but we're done with drinks okay anyway (laughs) fried alcoholic fried chicken get that yep fried chicken Mm -hmm. um i don't know i i have thought about this a lot and i still haven't gotten it down to a t okay fried chicken for sure though yeah that's my favorite food Mm -hmm. um i don't know i don't know what i don't know what else i would have with the fried chicken maybe some really good mac and cheese okay really good um it's a good side for mac for fried chicken yeah i mean i worked at kfc for four years so mac and cheese went with it yeah um i don't know i'd have to think about it more but those like those for sure fried chicken and mac and cheese for sure mine would be um the moscato from chateau diana okay in california i I don't know that is number county somewhere moscato's good yeah it's amazing chateau diana's moscato's wait do they allow alcohol in death row no idea I don't think they do. Okay, if they didn't, if they did not if allow If they didn't, mine's Mountain Dew. We all know that. Yeah. Um, I would probably go for a good 7-Up. Okay. I love 7-Up, to be honest. Oh, nope. Take it back. Sunkist. Sunkist huh. orange soda. Interesting. Absolutely. Uh, Sunkist orange soda. I'd want an artichoke with melted butter and lemon pepper for dipping. Gross. Amazing. I don't like artichokes. Oh, I not fucking not love in that artichokes. way. I'll no, do like no. an artichoke dip. No, 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 no. Okay, we got to get you on next time I have an artichoke. One time I and went Jason to Jason and I order bulk artichokes and we eat them constantly. Ew. Even no. though they give me the worst fucking farts. <laughs> they do. They do. It's I went so to bad. Florida once to my grandma's house and we had artichokes and lobster for dinner. Amazing. And I did not eat that night. Okay. I quickly found out I did not like artichokes or lobster. <laughs> <laughs> You're tripping. Okay, so... Wait, artich- hold on. Real quick. Uh, yeah. Alcohol and tobacco are usually, but not always, denied, according to Wikipedia. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> so... Okay, so so in the event right, I can't have do. Moscato, I want sun-kissed orange soda. Um, I want an artichoke with melted butter and lemon pepper. I want lobster. I want A5 Wagyu beef from Japan. Okay. Okay. All right. Okay. Now you're getting somewhere. Uh, yeah, I am. If I don't have to pay for this shit, are you kidding me? I'm getting all the fancy shit. Okay. Amen. I'm going to do some oysters, um, specifically from Hog Island Oyster Company. They have a really good bourbon barbecue one. Wow, Amazing. you've thought about this a lot more than I have. <laughs> and I've thought about this a lot. All I know is fried chicken. <laughs> okay. Uh, oysters, Hagel and Oyster Company, the barbecue bourbon ones. Um, and then I think for dessert, I'll have a couple of Terry's orange chocolates. Ooh. Good idea. And a key lime pie. And that is it. That's all I want. Nice. Yep. It's a solid meal. It is, isn't it? I would do a strawberry covered cheesecake. <laughs> Yuck. I don't like cheesecake. Okay, on with the story we've been rambling. Yes. Well, we're luckily we're almost done. Okay. So this is pretty much the end. Um. Hmm. Let me find my place real quick. Yeah, that's pretty much it, actually. 
I just went into, which I've already mentioned, like, how do you think that he should have been, like, sentenced to death? Or do you think that he should have been in a mental institution? No. I think... That was, like, I had a whole paragraph type out, but I've already mentioned all of it. (laughs) I think there's a lot of conflicting evidence, like I said. Like, I think that he masks very well. He acts very well. Um, Do I think that in reality, day-to-day life, like, when he's behind closed doors, like, on his own, that he's not as... He's not more confident competent than he puts off. Mm. I think that he for sure had some type of developmental delays. Right. Whether I think it was childlike yeah. necessarily, I'm not totally. sure because Yeah. But then again, my mom also brought up the fact that like children like Avery already knows right from wrong. Mm-hmm. Like you tell her no, and she's like, well, "She I'm knows." Do it anyway, but and then she gets in trouble. But and she's she gets line testing, upset. and that's the thing. It's like in the de- like the stages of, of development with children. It's there. There is a certain point where they test the lines. Right. I say don't touch. She says, "Well, I'm going to to see what happens if I do." Right. But that's very early. Very early, they're testing lines, and like yeah, but it, he it probably continues. didn't have those until he was four or five years old. Still, but it but and it continues. It continues, until and then like, he shot his mom at thirteen, and he's like, "Why? Well, I went to mental place, like a mental hospital. Yeah, but like I didn't get in trouble because I told no, everyone but, it was but an but accident. I think, but at that point, you still know right from wrong, and murder is like one of the biggest wrongs. That's like my biggest thing about like fifteen to seventeen year olds getting convicted for like five years in a mental institute i'm like no no no, no. i'm no, sorry at 15 you, i knew you right knew from that wrong. yeah and, you know? and it's like yes it there is a, a level of line testing but i don't think to that extreme like it's like okay should i or should i not sneak out what's gonna happen you know should i or should i not go drink at this party that kind of line testing but there are like but there the, was like, some indication that like, he was a lot more behind than that kind of critical mm, thinking. I just don't believe it, though. Ba- based on, granted, yes, I don't this believe was it. the 50th, 50s through the 70s. So things are a lot different than they are nowadays. A lot different. So it's really, really hard to determine what kind of mental disability he did have. I just don't. Believe. But what if it was nowadays and psychiatrists were saying, yeah, he had the brain of a child? Because back then I, it's harder I, but, to tell. But I still don't believe that if he did have the brain of a child that he would go to the lengths that he did to cover it up. And that's, that's my main problem. Mm-hmm. It's because, like, there's so many indications that he did have this child like mine, but there's so many indications that he didn't. Yeah. And it's really... I wish, granted, he had so many health problems that he might not be alive now anyway, but I, like, wish he was still alive so people could pick his brain and, like, really try to figure out the Yeah, truth. I wish that they... It's been 11, 11 years. I... Since 2012. Shut up. Oh, my gosh. Shut up. Um, <laughs> I wish that they did a lot more research into people in the state's care you know like i think there's a lot to be learned and 
why it sounds it's really hard to say this without sounding like a shitbag. <laughs> okay. um, but like I feel like why not take advantage of the people that are wardens of the state? Like yeah. not in a way that's bad, but like right. interview them, to like learn study more their psychology, so you yes, can yeah. deal with that mm-hmm. in the future better. Yeah. Not like take advantage in a bad way. In a bad right. way, but like why not like like interview them get to know like how they think about these things and like how their brain works and different like levels of mental illness etc cetera, etc cetera. you know like i wish right. that there was a program that we could utilize in a way that like could help future investigations future you know what whatever yeah i just no i get i get what you're saying yeah I think it's interesting and it's useful. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. Well, that is the story of Robert Mormon. That was a good one. It was really thought-provoking. There was a lot of thoughts there. Mm-hmm. But also, fun fact, Arizona stopped allowing compassionate furloughs after <laughs> this murder. Yeah, I don't doubt it. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, it kind of okay, blows look, my mind it was a thing to begin with. Compassionate furloughs, I get for funerals and blah, 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 blah. That's pretty much it. Honestly, that's all I can think of. <laughs> Same. Literally, it, I'm unless, trying to think of something else and I can't. Well, unless but they're not just a violent to, like, criminal. Like, well, yeah. But just like, to, he like, clearly kidnapped was. and raped and planned, planned to, to murder, murder an eight-year-old people. girl. Yeah, and so, like, I just don't understand why in the first place he was out of jail. Yeah, I agree. I totally agree. I don't understand why he only got nine to life. Like, he... He literally got out in seven. Like, that's ridiculous. It's crazy. Our judicial system sucks, but that's beside the point. Well, we've talked about that (laughs) a hundred thousand times before. And it's never going to not suck, let's be real. But, yeah. So, that was Robert Mormon. Well, that's great. That was, like, a really, yeah, thought-provoking episode. That was a two-hour-long episode, Sarah. Holy fuck. Was that the longest one we've ever had? I think so. We're at 157. Yeah. We've had two-parters, but that was our longest True. one that wasn't a two-parter. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry for all the rambling. <laughs> <laughs> Not sorry. It was mostly towards the end. We're fine. Um, yeah. But yeah, so just don't be evil, you know? Don't be it. Don't be evil. evil. Love you. Love you. Thank you for listening. Bye. Bye.